holy shit, we're back! Darcy, how are you, man? Good, man. I'm just happy to be here. I can't you, believe we're recording again. Did you think we were done? Uh, there's, you know, part of me, I was like, oh, shit, uh, this is going to be hard to get this back going after we took a couple weeks off. Oh, but we're here. Yeah. Um, we are back from the dead. This is episode five of Last Guys back Off from the, the dead. dead. Let's go. Playoffs start tomorrow. We're recording this on Friday, April 13th in the evening. Tomorrow morning, we'll be gearing up for day one of the NBA playoffs. That's all I got to say at this point. Let's get going. All right. Like Josh said, playoffs start tomorrow. So here's the Eastern Conference at a glance here. We got the Toronto Raptors as the one seed, just barely squeezing in there, right? <laughs> With your Washington Wizards at eight. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Riveting matchup. Um, we have the Boston Celtics at two, without two, the top two best players here, versus the Milwaukee Bucks at number seven. We got the Sixers versus the Heat. And then the Cavs and the Pacers rounding it out at the four or five matchup. Josh. The fifth year in like a row, the Cavs and the Pacers have met in the playoffs. Not it's actually five years in a row. But yeah, but it feels like that, like right? Like, every year they end up meeting or, somewhere. Or LeBron and the Pacers. Yeah, we'll say that. Uh, when, when he was on the Heat, I feel like they played a lot, and they had some really good matchups. Um, so with that said, which of these four series are you look, most looking forward to and going to tune into the most here? Uh, I am really excited for the 76ers Who isn't? Heat series. Shout out, Nate. What's up, dude? Um, both of these teams are very intriguing. Uh, and just the matchup in general is, it's the best matchup in the East, I think. I think it's the kind of consensus matchup that everyone is most excited about in the sports world. Yeah. These things that I've read, uh, podcasts I listen to and stuff, like, people are gearing up for these two teams to go at it. As a Sixers fan, like, what are you expecting from this? Uh, blowout. I mean, so this is my most, I'm looking forward to this the most because I'm thinking a 4-0 sweep. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> um, you no, I think... <laughs> Uh, I'm excited to see how the young stars of the Sixers are able to adapt to the playoff pressure that Eric Spolstra and Dwayne Wade and Goran Dragic are going to put on them. And, uh, you know, when somebody's gearing up for you for seven straight games, they can game plan around you. Mm-hmm. So just to see how our young core responds and then how our older veterans are able to pick up a lot of the slack for them in some of these home games. And, you know, when the, when the going gets tough, uh, J.J. Redick, who's been lights out this year for us, you know, Bellinelli and Ilyasova that we picked up late in the game. Great rotation players who have been playing really well for us. Um, we have Foltz who came back, who I'm not expecting a lot from in the playoffs. But, but he looks like here. a real NBA player. <laughs> good for him, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and good for the Sixers. I Again, I don't expect a lot from him. I think, honestly, after any away game, I, I feel like they're probably going to lean more on TJ than Foltz. But I'm excited to see how this game or th- these teams match up and, again, how the young core fights off Eric Spolstra and his game planning. So, a couple of storylines within the matchup. Obviously, one of the biggest characters on either team is Joel Embiid. And I don't know if you remember, but early in the season, before the season even started, it was like it was like preseason basketball. Embiid and Whiteside, they were beefing. <laughs> um, I don't know. There were like Twitter posts back and forth, Instagram posts yeah, back Whiteside and forth. Yeah, Whiteside though. No, but I'm really excited just to see how Embiid just toys with Whiteside. Yeah. Whiteside's been an asshole all year, and I'm really not rooting for him at all. For his whole career. Okay. <laughs> and that's going to be cool to watch and just yeah. latch into. The matchup in general, though, it's going to be it's going to be good. Yeah. I think the both teams are incredibly versatile. It's said Miami, or the, the Sixers, they are rounded out with having youth, but a lot yeah. of great veterans support them. Yeah, they're a lot deeper than they were six months ago. But Miami is also not a young team. And they're like, very deep. They're... They are young in age, but yeah. these guys have been together for a while. They are very deep. They have a lot of guys who can switch around. Like yeah. they can, they can put guys on basically anyone on the Sixers, Absolutely. and at least like 
give them tough matchups and they can make Ben Simmons work and make Joel yeah. Embiid work, even if they're going to get their points and their stats and their baskets, it's mm-hmm. going to happen. But, I mean, Miami has the tools and the coaching to really, I think, possibly mess with the 76ers a little bit. I think they'll push them to the edge. I could see the series going seven, but I think Philly's talent's going to win out. Because I, I, Brett Brown, for me, is one of the you know top eight coaches. Yeah. Eric Spolstra is top three, probably. Yeah. And that's those are the three that really matter. You know, we're talking about Brad, St- Brad Stevens, Spolstra, and Popovich is who I have up there. Yep. Um, am I missing anybody there? No, I think that's right. Yeah. I think um, and after you, that, could say Kerr, like, you could say Kerr's up there. No, but he's more a of team. like it's a team. He's thing. A, he's a good coach. Yeah, yeah. He's up. He's in that tier with Brett Brown, I think. But from like a statistician standpoint, well, not yeah, a statistician. Yeah, you can't uh, argue with wins, but like, what? Are you, <laughs> he's the most talented roster. Look at that out. I didn't mean to say statistician. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> Maybe I'll leave it in. Fuck, I, I hate yeah. the. We'll leave it in. Yeah. Leave it in. <laughs> Leave it in, Josh. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I I think he's in that second tier, so I don't think they're going to lose too much with, you know, coaching, I ed- I give the edge to Miami, but yeah. I think it's close enough that the talent's going to win out in Philly. Mm-hmm. And the way they've been playing, even, granted, they've had a really, really weak schedule at the end of the season, but they but they have performed. I mean, they've won 16 straight. Yeah. That's the I mean, longest winning streak ever of the entire them. season. No. Or no, no, no. For the Sixers, For the Sixers? Ever. Okay. Yeah. That's a big deal. Absolutely. And they the tail end of that streak was without Joel Embiid. We Which also Doug means something for us, you know. I think um, obviously a big key for the series for the Sixers. Two big keys are going to be Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You got to make it three keys. You can't just stop at two. Who's the third guy? I don't know, but like when you're on TV, when you see TV and zoom offs doing the game, there's three keys to the game for the Philadelphia 76ers. I mean, we're trying to kind of start fresh here and do some new shit. I'm <laughs> no, not trying to buy into the same old framework that everybody else does. No, this is zoom off. Damn it. <laughs> Give me your two. I'll give you an extra one, though. All right. Obviously, this is not a hot take, but Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are going to be key, and it's going to be really interesting to see how they produce in a playoff situation. I don't think they're going to be hindered that much because both of those guys are kind of, like, arrogant in a good way. They believe in themselves. They have confidence towards the end of the season when the Sixers were playing the Cavaliers. Um, ben Simmons was just going at LeBron. He was, like jamming the ball down just like LeBron does, staring LeBron down, mm-hmm. like really going toe-to-toe with the best player in the league. And just that kind of aggressiveness and swagger, I think, bodes well for this Philly team in the playoffs. Yeah, I think if they can get out of this matchup and they have a really easy path after that they to do. get past Boston or Milwaukee and make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And at that point, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Yep. Um, they're one of the teams, and we've talked about this before, one of the very few teams that you know who they are. And you know what their identity is. They're young. They're going to play defense. They're going to be able to throw out large, big lineups. Um, they have veterans who are going to do what they need to do on any given night. You know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, that bodes well for them, I think. I mean, a lot of these other teams, they're kind of wild cards. Like you could see there's a lot of things you could see happening, with, and we'll get to a lot of them. Like, you don't know where some of these teams are going to end up. Yeah. You know, I can see the Raptors losing in the first round. I can see, the, I can see the Raptors going to the finals. I'd see the Wizards only winning one game versus the Raptors. Like, <laughs> I... Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I like Philly's chances, honestly, to make it one out of this series and two to the Eastern Conference Finals or the Finals. Mm-hmm. So It'll be a lot of fun. We'll see what happens. Okay, I'll give you my third key, Darcy. Third key is going to be Dario Saric. Um, Keys to the game. I think Saric has been... He's been really good this year, and although yeah. he, he's not the lead guy for that team, he's really improved his jump shot. 
Uh, and in the beginning of the season, I wasn't sure if his like jumper improvement was kind of going to be more of a streaky thing or a yeah. consistent improvement. But all year long, especially in the second half of the season, his shot has been golden. And that's really opened up space on the floor for these big guys like Embiid and Simmons to do work. And he's, he's been on the big stage before. I mean, winning a EuroLeague championship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's this guy that has experience. All, all these young guys, aside from Fultz, I guess... All these young guys. Um, I'm not afraid that they're young in the playoffs, and normally I would be. Yeah. So, all right, let's get. It. How far do you think they can go? <sighs> what's the What's their ceiling? I mean, hell, I think their ceiling could be the finals. I think they come out of the East. You Again, don't have to say any but after that. We can just stop and keep going. You know. Okay. No. It's, no. No. I'm. I'm just. You said it already earlier. Yeah. Earlier in the like. They got uh, it. They got ago, it. Got every it. other team is kind of a wild card. You don't yeah. know what you're going to get, but. The, the ceiling for the Sixers team is so high. I'm not expecting them to go, but it would be no surprise at all if they're able to push through somehow. And Absolutely. things would have to fall their way. Yeah. But it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, the ball bounces in funny ways sometimes. What's your uh, least favorite matchup of the Eastern Conference going into the weekend here? <sighs> so as much as this pains me to say it, I am not looking forward to my Wizards matchup versus the Raptors. Or your Raptors matchup. Or my Raptors <laughs> matchup versus the Wizards. Um, Wizards have... So, the fall of the Washington Wizards, the lack of cohesiveness in their locker room, just how much this team hates each other, is like top three storyline in the league this year in terms of just crazy shit that's happened. And I honestly have no faith in these guys to be able to gel after a two-day break from the regular season yeah. and to be able to like do something drastically different to change their odds. I think John Wall right now is trying to steal Bradley Beal's Snickers bar, honestly. Like, that's <laughs> how low and like, ruthless no, this I think, team is right now. I think, you know those Snickers commercials where it's like Betty White playing football yeah. and she's like pissed yeah, off, yeah. but then they need a Snickers and they turn it into who they are? I think John Wall needs a fucking Snickers yeah. so he can chill the fuck out yeah. and can actually play with his teammates. Who's their coach again? Scott Skiles or what's, what's Scott, Scott Brooks? Scott, Scott Skiles. What? Whatever. They both played point guard and were you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think I, I have no faith in the Wizards. Um, or the, I don't have any faith in the Raptors. So I I've been on the Raptors train all season long, and I've, I've described this before to yeah. you. I haven't been diving deep into basketball for years and years and years. So the Raptors have been like a clutch regular season team year after year after year after year and I haven't truly bought into them yet so even though they've done it a lot before this is my first year that I've really bought in mm-hmm. and you've kind of made me like almost expect that they're going to do the classic Raptors thing and fall mm-hmm. off I'm still sitting by them I still think this is a different year for them but they're also a team that could very easily lose in the first round yeah they remind me a lot of uh, the Nuggets team like two or three years after they traded Carmelo to the Knicks so they had like basically the Knicks starting five minus Amari and um and Andre Iguodala was on that team yeah Andre Iguodala Gallinari Wilson Chandler Andre Miller uh maybe Chauncey was on there towards for a year or two that team was like really deep and they like kicked ass in the regular season like way better coach personally I think although Dwayne Casey's done great this year just overall yeah in the course of a couple years George Carl coached them really well but yeah they just weren't talented, talented enough to to pull out a series victory, you know? And I, I think this team is going to have a hard time, not necessarily against the Wizards. Although, if the Wizards wake up, well, that's who the, knows? That's the the Wizards thing. starting five is still incredibly talented. Yeah. I mean, 
they at any time John Wall or Bradley Beal could be the best player on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I I agree though. I won't watch a single game of this series unless it goes to seven, which I'll, it will go long. But. I'll watch every game, but I will probably be drinking profusely as I'm doing it because <laughs> it's going to be stressful as hell. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'm excited to see what happens. I I also don't think either of these teams will get past the Cavs. So it's fair. So let's go. Let's go to that Cavs matchup. Cavs yeah. are playing the Pacers again. LeBron's been matched up against the Pacers for many years now, um, and he's seeing them again. What do you think of this matchup? What do you think this bodes for each team? You know, part of me, part of me wants to say this game, this series goes six. I, I'm taking the Cavs. Yeah, hands down here. Um, even though I think the Pacers are an incredible team. Probably a better team. Just if you look at their roster and you look at the Cavs roster and you're like, oh, this team, like they play good defense. They have a decent offense. From a cohesive um, team standpoint. Yeah, no, they're playing really well. They're coached really well. Yeah. So I think they'll have a good game plan. I think they'll perform well. I think the games will be close. And so I want to say it goes six, right? I, I think the Cavs are going to sweep them. I think LeBron's going to come in and just like go crazy. Well, he's been going crazy, right? I, th- I think he's just going to go bananas. I still think he has another level. Like, LeBron yeah, I, always has that playoff level. I think he's level. Play defense. Yeah. So, I, I think that'll make a big difference. I, th- I could see them just sweeping them just so they can get the rest. Yep. Uh, I think that's going to be on their mind. So, I, 4-0, 4-1 is really what like, I think is going to happen. Although, it, I could see anything happening with these teams. Well, the thing with the Cavaliers is that their, their defense has been so atrocious this year. Mm-hmm. So, we talked about... Earlier, how the Sixers are like the one team that's not really a wild card. Yeah. Wild card for the Cavs is their defense because it's been so poor even after the trade deadline, even after they restructured like their entire team basically. Yeah. Their defense has still sucked. So it'll be, I, I want to say it'll be exciting to see LeBron actually play defense again yeah. because I hope that will kind of rejuvenate the team's defensive mentality as a whole. I think it definitely will. Um, It'll help when he's not letting guys just blow by him for yeah. dunks and shit because he just doesn't have to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. The Pacers, even if the Cavs struggle a little bit, I don't think the Pacers have the personnel. Yeah. I mean, Victor Oladipo is incredible. I think he could be like a first-team All-NBA candidate this year. But after that, like, who's their second, third, fourth best guy, right? Like, yeah. is great, and they're great as a team. But when it comes down to, like, the individual matchups, like, yeah. who's going who's gonna, to come in clutch for them. Absolutely. I think they'll play great at home and they will they'll struggle on the road. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's round it out with the Eastern Conference. We've got the Celtics and the Bucks. Josh, this is a... I like this matchup because the Bucks have clearly underperformed. Such a very... It's such a talented team. Yep. We both love them throughout, you know, this this season. And we've both been <laughs> hanging on for them to get better too. Right? <laughs> I remember, like, I mean, they were... Playing kind of okay, but not yeah. great. And then Jabari Parker came back, and we were like, "Oh, this is going to be yeah, it for that." Be a good it's going to be yeah. and like, yeah. it's just always been like you're waiting for more and waiting for more. But towards the end of the season, they went from like being on the cusp to actually yeah. being pretty, pretty bad. Like not fun to watch, not easy to. Yeah, and I see. I think this will just go right into the playoffs. I yeah, I see this team. I the Celtics team has coached so well and they play so hard, even without Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. I just think they're not going to have any trouble with the Bucks. I really think this is going to be like a Giannis versus Brad Stevens matchup. Those are the two things I'm most intrigued about. And they'll both perform well. Yeah. Giannis, I could see having... He's going to average 37-7. and seven. He has he's to. He's going to have a T-Mac kind of series. Yeah. And right now he's on that T-Mac trajectory where you're like, eh, it's so early for him. But yeah. T-Mac had a couple years there where he couldn't just get out of the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and the year they finally did, he wasn't even playing. He got hurt mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, with the Rockets. But I... This is reminding me of that. Like he and this team is so much more talented than that. Those Orlando teams that T Mac had, but 
Brad, mean, Steven, yeah. Brad Stevens is going to find a way to slow Giannis down. And he knows that, like, the key to yeah. winning this series, even though they don't have Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward, the key is going to be slowing down Giannis. Is it? I would just let Giannis do whatever he wants and just slow down everybody else. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, like, I mean, he could do whatever he wants. They just I, Let him put up 40 a game and that's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I could see Eric Bledsoe getting thrown out of game two because Terry Rozier gets in his head. <laughs> the fact that, come on, like, I just, the team is so talented. I hope, we were talking about this in the car on the way over, like, hope they get a good coach. I hope they hope they find the right person and, and like, who can really drive this team forward. How crazy is it that the Celtics lost arguably their best player coming into the season, yeah. at least one of their top two players, yeah. in the first game? They lost Kyrie Irving a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and yet we're still talking about them. Yeah, we're still picking them. Winning the playoff series. Yeah. That's unreal. Yeah, and they'll, and they'll give the Sixers of the Heat the run for their money. I just don't think they have enough firepower to get past either of those teams. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So who do you come at, have coming out of the East? <sighs> I mean, I would still bet on LeBron and the Cavs. Yeah. Um, I guess, even after talking through all of this, like I, I seem pretty high on the Sixers. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of people are high on them at the moment. Um, yeah, that makes sense. It's an easy pick right now. It is. It is the easy pick. But I think when it comes down to it, we've said this many times before, and like every episode, basically we've had a last guys off the bench. Yeah, you can't bet against LeBron until he gives you a reason to bet against him. Absolutely. Uh, he's the best player in the world, and I just, I think I wouldn't be surprised if we just see him excel to the finals again. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Sixers. Okay. Um, coming out of the East, and I'll give you my finals prediction once we get to the other side. But oh, Spence! Yeah, I uh, suspense. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do go to a commercial now? I don't know. Like, yeah, can we cut? When to we a- come back, <laughs> can we get to an ad? Can we be sponsored? Yeah. No, we're not sponsored. Keys to the game by Kia. Kia, get the Kia Spectra. Great car. It's not a great car. Don't do that. Um, but yeah, I think. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna edit this out. No, you can't edit that out. Um. I love when listening to Bill Simmons pod on the Rainer, and he always mocks Mike Greenberg. You know Mike Greenberg from ESPN. Yeah. Like Greeny is, uh, <laughs> he excels at the oh, yeah. suspenseful, leave you hanging. That's why he's perfect for that new show. To, get up, get up. Yeah, no, he's great well. for that. But he's like, uh, Bill Simmons always mocks the way that Greeny like has those lead-ins yeah. into like a commercial or an ad. Yeah, really that's what see we them. need right here. We need that right now. <laughs> I can really see him and Greeny butting heads because they're very similar. Like, sorry, Bill, you're more similar than you think <laughs> to Greeny. Just in terms of like their mannerisms and how they speak and like the the points they make. You know, they're, they're very unique. All right, so back to me th- knowing that the Sixers are going to make this NBA Finals. Hot right? take. Hot take. It's fucking hot take. Um, yeah, I, I think they're going to play the Cavs. I think it's going to go seven. The game's going to be on Philadelphia's home court. That crowd's going to be going bananas. And I think LeBron is going to have one of those moments where he's, he's saying, I want to be there. I want to go play at that atmosphere. And he's going to put in some basic performance, a la 2010 or 2014, when he, when he was leaving on his way out mm-hmm. of Cleveland and Miami. I think he's going to do that kind of performance. And then this summer, Philadelphia 76ers are going to get the best player in the NBA today. That's hot take. That's the real hot take. That's, it's getting really hot over here. Can I go take you on the The sun? windows are closed here, so it is warm in here. So it's, not, <laughs> it's, like it, like it's, it's a take that is warm. It's not even hot. It's just warm. I'm going to go on the side. So you said that... It's hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You said that uh, 
Philadelphia was going to be bumping in Game Seven of that series. Yeah, because the fans are going to be going wild. Going to be going crazy. Maybe the, we'll be there. What the, <laughs> for two hundred fifty dollars? More than that. What are the best fan bases in the NBA? Absolutely. Like, what are the oh, best what? fan bases? Philadelphia. You think they're number one? Uh, in the NBA. Like, if you're in an arena, like, what arena has that, like, biggest kind of home court presence? Which isn't always that evident in the NBA, Boston. Right? Boston number one? Uh, yeah, so I'm just looking at the playoff teams right now. Yeah, right? that's fair, that's fair. Um, just so, because, you know, I can't think of the other teams. They're worthless. <laughs> Sacramento! No. <laughs> um, you know, that'd be fun. That's just, like, we should We should, <laughs> we should do a pod on just, like, the fan base, worst fan bases. Or best to worst or whatever. I want to phrase it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, I think Boston probably just because they are really knowledgeable and they're. You know, so I was watching the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Celtics, Lakers, best of enemies thing on ESPN. Yep, yep. And at one point, the Celtics lost to the Sixers uh, in in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. And it was like early '80s, and the fans started chanting "BLA," like just. Beat L.A. Beat L.A. Like, so Boston, they they respect it so much. They respect basketball so much that they were willing to say, and Boston and Philly were big rivals back then. Like, that, that one of those were going to the finals for the first five years of the 80s decade. Mm-hmm. Right? And they were playing each other every year in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. And they just, they cared so much about so beating beat L.A. <laughs> that they were rooting for a bitter rival. That, you know, and this was back from Wilton Russell when they yeah. were playing and he was in Philly. Yeah. So I, I think Boston's number one. I do think Philly's up there. Just looking at this list, I think I'd probably put them next. Um, although the Warriors, no, the Warriors fans are transplants. They're, they're just they're just going crazy just to go crazy because the Warriors are good. OKC's um, up there. Yeah, OKC fans are legit. They have a reliable fan yeah, base. Yeah, they do. I don't think they're knowledgeable. Yeah, but like they're there. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're there. Yeah. Stadium's always full. Yeah, yeah, always. Yep. I think the Sixers fans are knowledgeable, but they they can be really, really irrational with their hate. Same with Boston, so. and that's what gives them fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so back to the real basketball. Uh, Darcy has the Sixers coming out of the East. I've got the Cavs. We Ooh. could both be very, very wrong, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see those two match up in the Eastern Conference Finals. Hope so. Moving over to the West. Let's do it. Darcy, what is your favorite matchup of the West? Oh, man. Uh, actually, walk us through the matchups first. All right. So we got Rockets, Timberwolves. Yep. Uh, Timberwolves, man, just barely squeaking in. We can get to them in a sec. But uh, <laughs> Warriors, Spurs, Trailblazers, Pelicans, and then we got the Jazz and the Thunder at the 4-5 matchup. You know, I got to be honest. I, I like all these matchups but the 1-8, which is Houston and Minnesota. That's by far my least. Uh, but let's talk about that. You want to do a least first? Yeah, why not? Yeah, let's get it out of the way. Well, a little. I want to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets game that uh, okay. was on Wednesday, right? One of the last games of the season. Last games of the season. Nuggets were playing the Wolves. It was assigned the eighth seed in the Western Conference. Yeah. Whoever wins this game plays Houston. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Setting is set. That's right. After Minnesota blew a game, or not, just didn't beat Dallas. Yes. One of the worst teams in the league. Great yep. job. A team that is tanking. And like, they're trying to lose. Their, their owner was telling them to tank. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yay. So, <laughs> Minnesota wins that game. But I'm watching that game, and it wasn't a very pretty game.
Uh, but it was there was a lot at stake, so the energy, like you could just feel how tense it was in that building. Yeah. Uh, you know, Minnesota hadn't been in the playoffs for the past 14 years. Yep. Um, there was a lot riding, I think, on, on Minnesota and Tibbs and that you know that crew there. Mm-hmm. It's old team. It is old, but they 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 made moves to like make this year the no, year yeah, they the, make the absolutely. playoffs. Absolutely, right? I mean, they're three through eight's the same. Yeah, any of these teams, they're what are they two games or three games behind the Blazers? Come Basically. on, like yeah, it's like my favorite thing leading this 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 playoff. Um, the, all these playoff scenarios are people talking about how like awesome Portland is, like oh they're the three yeah, seed, they've separated themselves. They had a two game lead, people. We'll talk about them in a bit. Yeah. Sorry, I digress. Uh, but yeah, the, the like that I was watching that game and I was like, wow, like there's a there's a part of me a long time ago that like you know you fall a little bit out of a sport that you've been playing and you've been watching for so long and you kind of like lose track of it and you start working full time and do all the you do a lot of stuff and I was watching that game and I was like oh, I really love basketball. I felt myself falling in love with the game again just because that game was there was so so tense and you could just see all the emotion on all those people's faces. It was it was a it was a playoff environment. Yeah, it was. Well, it was better than that because it was there was more riding on it. It was like <laughs> it a was game, game seven. seven. Yeah. yeah, no, it was crazy. Um, Despite that, though, like the series the, is terrible. The energy. Well, <laughs> to the Minnesota Nuggets game. Yeah, energy was great. Yeah. The scenario and the setting was great. Yeah, but the game was not good. Both no. teams played pretty poorly. Obviously, Minnesota won. I think they deserved to win as well because yeah. Denver was really throwing the game away. And Minnesota played really physical, which is what you'll have to do against Houston. And they have to hope that the refs let them play that way because they let Taj Gibson do a lot of things that I haven't seen mm-hmm. people get away with in a while. Yep. Uh, which, credit, to, I think that was the right thing. The refs did a great job on that game. I hope they continue to do that. Well, and traditionally, things do get a little it's rougher a little physical. and tougher. Yeah, you love play. in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think... They could rough it up in Houston, but I think it's going to be a four-game rough sweep. It's going to be an ugly series to watch. I'm not looking forward to seeing it. So you said you didn't want to watch any of the Raptors-Washington series? I won't watch the series I don't want to watch the Houston series at all. <laughs> I will not watch the series. Let's move on. We don't need to talk on. anymore about that. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but I guess, what do you think about Houston, though? Oof. we got to just mention them since they're in this matchup. I, I, I don't believe in them right now. I just, I still don't, I still don't, I, I can see them going to the finals. I think if they get there, they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just, I don't feel good about, I don't, my gut says no. My, my brain says this team is great. They're deep. They play defense. They play incredible offense statistically. Yeah. Not, it doesn't look pretty. It's not pleasant to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, they do a lot of like really good things. I just, and I like D'Antoni. I like Chris Paul. I like James Harden. I like Eric Gordon. I like Ryan Anderson. I like these people that they've assembled. I just, I don't trust them. Well, I think this is, Houston is in the exact opposite scenario, kind of what I think with LeBron. Like with LeBron, I can't bet against him until I see it. Yeah. For Houston, I can't bet for them until I see it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, Houston and James Harden choked last year. Yeah. D'Antoni hasn't made that leap before, really. Chris Paul obviously hasn't made a finals appearance ever. Like, yeah. The narrative for the biggest factors of this team are guys who haven't yeah. been there. I could see them honestly. Losing in the second round to one the Jazz or the Thunder. I think yeah. I think they're either going to lose and disappoint, and maybe I could see it in the second round something like that. Yeah. But if they make it to the finals, I think they're going to win whoever comes out, beat whoever comes out of the East. Nice. If they get there, it's going to be the year. But if they don't get there, yeah, it'll be drastically different from that. All right. Let's move on. Let's, Let's talk Jazz Thunder, because I think this series is going to be a lot of fun. I'm very excited yeah. for this. I've been high on the Jazz all yeah. year. I'm going to say you doubted me when I was riding on the Jazz. I was right about the Nuggets. I'm right about the Raptors. I was right about the Wizards. Hey, I hit with the Jazz. I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm down to 250 batting average right now. I'm going to take it. Jazz are fucking great. Um, their defense is incredible. Jazz, jazz are fucking good. <laughs> jazz are great. No. Keep going. Sorry. I, uh, I you think they're great. It's all right. I, I think they're great. I, I respect that. Um, they're a defensive-minded team. They're incredibly physical. They are. Um, they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now. They're surging at the right time. Coached really well. Coached really well. Biggest thing that worries me with them is uh, Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. being a rookie. He's put the team on his back all season long, but the playoffs are different. Normally, you can't really trust rookies in the playoffs, even though we're saying that we're going to trust Philadelphia and Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid and all those guys uh, on the other side of the mm-hmm. of the bracket. But I'm excited about Utah. I'm glad they're here. But I am worried that if they come up against just a brute force like yeah. Oklahoma City, Paul George, Stephen Adams, Russell Westbrook, guys who, like, they're, they're grown men, right? Mm-hmm. Like, these guys are... <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like that. I like that. No, that's like such a spot on. It's like uh, you're playing the old guys at the Y who know how to play. But they're also just like, it's the early 30s Y. Yeah. So like these guys are the early 20s. Like they they're still really, got it. Yeah, yeah, they still got it. Like yeah. They're still capable and they still are, they have these flashes. And then you got the early 20s Y and you're like, you know, they, they haven't picked up a lot of the nuances. Uh-huh. I mean, I give the coaching at the Utah, the, or the coaching nod to Utah. Because um, I don't think Billy Donovan does. I think he's a great relationship manager. I think he does a lot there, but I don't think he's great X's and O's. Yeah. Or maybe he is, and he's just letting Westbrook do his thing. Which who can <laughs> who can fault him there? I don't um, think I don't think anyone can make Westbrook not do his yeah. thing. Yeah. So I, maybe I'm just being hard on him, but uh, I, I, think, I think Mitchell Mitchell George matchup is going to be a lot of fun. Both these teams match matchup. up very well together because yeah. you've got Gobert and Adams down yep. down underneath. Um, Mitchell is going to be. I don't think Mitchell's really going to be on George much. I think it's going to be Mitchell Westbrook. Yeah. I think that Mitchell's a smaller guard. He's not mm-hmm. like a he's not really a three guy. He's a small uh, three if you want to play him there. Yeah. But um, I think Mitchell's going to be on Westbrook. I think Paul George is going to be kind of beaten up by a variation of guys. Uh, Jay Crowder is going to be playing defense on Paul George. Um, <laughs> Joe Inglis isn't a great defender, but he's going to be a guy who's going to be. Yeah. Trying to do something against Paul George, I don't know. the The makings are there for this to be a very good six or seven game series. Yeah. Um, every game could come down to the wire. A lot of wild cards. Picking the Thunder. I think Carmelo Anthony's going to show up. A la O three Syracuse. Him and Jerry McNamara and Keem Work just pulling it out. Okay. No, I think he's going to show up, and I think he's going to play well, and I, I think that's going to be the X factor for them. As much as I've liked the Jazz this year, I think I would have to agree. I guess one of those things where the Thunder, they're just more experienced at this point. Yeah. They've been here more. And although... They're going to win those close games. Yeah. I think, I think they're going to... And that's, I think they're all going to be close. I think yeah. it's going to be a really tough series. I just... I think it's... I think the Thunder can pull this one out. How about uh, one of the other matchups in the West? Uh, one of the remaining two. We've got the Portland Trailblazers and the New Orleans Pelicans. What mm. are you thinking? Do you like this matchup? Are you going to tune into it? I don't think either of those teams are good. <laughs> I just I, like I really? the, Pel- the Pelicans have overperformed since Demarcus Cousins have go- has gone down, and Anthony but, Davis is a beast. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and he's due for a big series. But if he wins this series, they're not going anywhere after this. They're not winning a- another series. I mean, who, who would they who would they play? So Spurs or Warriors? They're not beating either. The, I, they're, they're not beating the Spurs. Oh come on! No, I don't. I would not pick them to beat the Spurs. I think, uh, but like, let's just 
And Portland, I don't think it's any better. Like, I, I just... They have more firepower, right? And they've Who been does? playing... Portland. I don't know about that. Dame and CJ McCollum, you don't think they have more firepower? You think Drew Holiday's going to score a lot of Drew points Drew Holiday's here? been playing the He's best basketball of his career. Mm, 2012 Sixers. Look it um, up. No, Check it out. I, I know. I know. I've seen it. Pull that shit up. I think Drew Holiday is playing the best basketball of his career yeah, right now. I think you're now. wrong, but okay. Um, Anthony Davis... In this series, in that Portland uh, Pelican series, Davis mm-hmm. is going to be the best player on the floor. Absolutely, um, I agree with that. I'm not saying I, Anthony Davis isn't a great player. That's not what I'm saying. Here. This this New Orleans team, like the way, so I'm sure Rajon Rondo will have a good series until if, unless he gets hurt. Did you just wait? Hold on, hold on. Just I want to. They've been overperforming a lot. So a couple of nights ago, maybe it was a couple weeks ago, Pelicans were playing the the Warriors, and late in the game. I think it was like a two or three point game. It was mm-hmm. close. Rajon Rondo pickpockets Kevin Durant as Kevin Durant's taking the ball down the court. Sure. One of the only possessions Rajon Rondo plays defense in a game. I'm just saying that. Can he be engaged for a whole game and not get hurt? Yes. I think he can be engaged for an entire series. <laughs> I think okay. this team can put the pieces together against Portland to be engaged enough to be Portland. I don't think they're going to go anywhere beyond that. That's what I'm saying. Neither of these teams are going to beat the Warriors or the Spurs. Well, I don't think the Spurs are going to beat the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't think either of these teams are beating the Warriors. Yeah. I don't think either of these teams are good. Okay. I think that's wrong. Okay. That's I don't think either of these far. teams are anything better than mediocre. That's also too far. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Man. No. Okay. Who, who starts for the Pelicans right now? Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, Rajon Rondo. Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday, Rajon Rondo, Etwan Moore, <laughs> Nicole Miritich. What? Miritich, a throwaway six no, months ago. Not, not when he's paired up. He's uh-huh. the perfect pair to play alongside Anthony Davis. He's literally can't wait to see it in the playoffs. The perfect I, can't, I can't wait position. to see it. Can't wait to see it. I think you're down on both these. teams. I think both these teams would lose to the Warriors four-one without Curry. Mm, that's bold. Yeah, I'm going with it. All right, let's move on to the Warriors. Yeah, Warriors Spurs. Uh, Curry is out for the first, basically assuming the entire first series. Mm-hmm. We obviously both believe that the Spurs or that the Spurs are going to lose to the Warriors. What's the series going to look like? Is it going to be a sweep? Is it going to be a tight one where maybe the Spurs pull out two games and mm-hmm. like make things a little interesting? I think Warriors win in five, but all the games are close. Okay, I just think like I just think they'll show up um, because of who's who's coaching them and also who's playing on that team. I think they'll show up, but they won't be able to outscore. They won't be able to outperform the Warriors consistently. The Warriors worry me. Not in the series. Not in the, well, no, but, but for the playoffs absolutely. in general, I'm a little worried about them because yeah, they, they everyone else, you know, all of us are. It's concerning. They've been so sluggish the entire season. Yeah, and I know everyone always says like, "Oh, all these teams have a different gear that they're going to be able to just click into," but I don't think it's that easy to go from literally not caring at all about the games <laughs> you're playing yeah. to like really striving for those wins. Yeah. And it's what I said. I'm not going to bet against the Warriors. I think the Warriors would beat the Celtics, or mm-hmm. not the Celtics, well, the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be Rockets, Warriors. I think yeah. the Warriors will pull it out. But I'm just worried. I'm, I'm worried that things aren't going to fall their way as they hope. Yeah. I, you know who I'm really disappointed in? Who? Everybody else I get. Like, everybody else I'm like, okay, like, this is like your, this is your fourth year in a row trying to do this. The fuck are you doing, Kevin Durant? Yo, no, Kevin Durant's playing well. No, he's playing. He's playing well, but he's not able to set the tone. That's what I'm concerned with. How much of a how? How great are you if you can't set that tone? If you can't bring everybody with you? That's what I'm concerned with. 
I mean, and Stephen Curry, Steph usually does that, right? But like Draymond usually does that. Or Draymond's the tone guy for that team, and Draymond has not been normal Draymond this year. Yeah, yes. I may need to trade him, but I don't. Uh, that's still unfair. You're, you're no, full. No. You're full of the takes what, today. What, what are you, st- Draymond? <laughs> this is the time to do it. If you hold on, are you going to pay him and Clay? I would choose Clay over him because they have Jordan Bell. Yeah, Draymond. I personally think is more easily replaceable. Maybe not in emotion. Well, they but have Jordan. They have, they have the player. Jordan Bell is yeah. Draymond Green, but cheaper. But cheaper, yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I'm just. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to take away. Draymond Green is still a great basketball player, right? I'm not trying to like show no. Draymond Green too hard, but he is normally the guy who sets the tone for this team. And normally, when the team isn't engaged, Draymond is the one who's constantly fired up, and Draymond is the one who's really bringing everybody into it. However, I'll, I'll say this: I wasn't looking at. Horace Grant to set the tone for the Chicago Bulls. Where is Kevin Durant? Where is his fire? I, I'm just—he's performing well, but he's not bringing him with him. Kevin Durant. What's going on? Kevin Durant has fire though. Kevin Durant's been fired he's up. Not this entire se- season. He's not taking the team with him. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on. He's not setting the tone in the locker room. Where's his Michael Jordan in him? You know, where's where is it? Uh, don't compare him to MJ. No. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I'm really pissed Michael off. Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> was capable of setting a tone, right? He came to practice and worked his ass off every day. Kevin Durant, Maybe Kevin Durant's doing that. You weren't looking at Horace Grant, who was their third best player, to be like, oh, Horace, we need you to bring the energy. Come on. Come on, man. Kevin Durant, one of, supposedly the, one of the best players in the league, right? You're well, not going to argue with that. No, I'm not. Where is he? Well, and that's why I just don't think it's all on him. I don't think he can say, oh, no. the Warriors' problems are because Kevin Durant isn't like being Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant gets paid to have that pressure. Kevin Durant took a pay cut to be with his team. <laughs> you really want to go there? Kevin Durant joined forces, ran away like a little bitch because he, oh, ha- he could. No, no, that's what you're. No, come on, he took a pay cut, right? Come on, he needs to step his shit up. He needs to bring that team with him. I, I, Otherwise, this team's gonna lose in the second round. I'm just gonna let you have this. No, they're not gonna lose in the second round because the Pelicans and Blazers. <laughs> They're gonna lose in the third round. They could lose in the second round, I guess, but I don't know. I don't trust them. Like I, I agree with you and your take, and where I'm concerned because I don't think this team can get up for it. I think this team's drastically different without Steph. The spacing that Steph Curry like allocates around the, the floor around him is like still very much understated. This yeah, team, two of the greatest shooters of all time. Exactly. He says that he wants to be back after round one, but the mm-hmm. timeline doesn't really line up for him to be back for round two. Yeah. Technically, if he's going through a full recovery, based upon what we know about like these high ankle sprain injuries, mm. he shouldn't be able to come back by the time round two starts. It should be longer than that. So we'll see. I agree with you that the Warriors in general need to step it up. I don't think you can put all the blame on Durant. <laughs> I'm not um, putting all of it on him, but come on. I don't care what his like what he what he's actually putting up. Like it's just there's there's an emotion to it that. I think I just think Durant's had that emotion. If you if you watch the games, I, have you watched I've watched the games? games. How many but, times has Durant gotten ejected because he's like? But that's not that's terrible up. emotion. That's terrible emotion. That's he's you can't control your emotion. He is frustrated. No, Josh, he can't control his emotion. He can't take. You're getting ejected is selfish. Mm. That's selfish. You're getting you're the best player in the game, and you're the one getting kicked out of the game. Come on, get the fuck out of here. I just think he's been fiery. That's all. Firing in a bad way. He's well, not bringing the team with him. The team is not raising up to his standards. 
Let's see what happens. In the you playoffs. put that on Draymond Green? No, I'm playing that on, I'm playing that on the entire team. Like I'm just saying, like everyone is so disengaged. Mm. Normally, Draymond is the guy who is engaged, and even he is disengaged because everyone around him is also disengaged. I think this Warriors team, like they have too much talent and too many like personalities, too many guys who can just do it. I expect they all from, need to be involved for that to kind of carry through. I expect it's like a Le, Le, LeBron can set the tone with the Cavs because look at who was around him. Like the players and the personalities for the Cavs are far inferior. But to LeBron set, also set the tone for that Heat team. Yes, but that Heat team didn't go to. They, they, they went four straight, but they didn't. <laughs> but they didn't excel like the Warriors did. They won two. How many of the Warriors won two? Two, but Warriors were 73 wins. I don't know. I think that's a different... No, it's they're, not. I think they're different. I think it's different. Well, every situation's different, but I'm not seeing it from Durant, and I'm disappointed. All right. This is his second year with the team. I expect it from Clay and Draymond and Steph to be like, oh, like, and Iguodala and Livingston, and, like, come on, those guys, this is their fourth straight year. They have to be tired. Mm-hmm. KD, do you want to win back-to-back championships, or do you want to... Like, this is the... This is a... Easy win for them. This is an easy championship win. There's nobody out there. Let's see how it plays out. I think we're gonna come, see how it plays out. Come we'll see. It's hard to just flip. I've my actually, switch. I you've you've made me flip my switch. Now I'm just going against you. I came into this <laughs> podcast thinking like, oh, I'm really worried about the Warriors, but now I'm fired up for them to like actually just like gun through the West. All right. Oh, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. It's gonna You're be an exciting playoffs. Yeah. I'm happy playoffs are here. Me too. All right. With that said, who do you got in the finals? I think it's going to be a four-peat. I think it's going to be the Warriors versus the Cavs again. And if it comes to that, I think I have to choose the Warriors. <laughs> LeBron, <laughs> LeBron's going to be great in this in these playoffs. I want LeBron to win. Like I want to see LeBron kind of like move up to that next level in his legacy and kind of just get there again. Mm-hmm. But he's lost the Warriors two out of three times. And he's 0-1 against KD with this team. Mm. It's one of those things where history has shown us with these matchups that if we have the Warriors versus the Cavs, the Warriors are going to pull it out. I'm going Sixers, Warriors. I'm picking the Sixers. Man, you're going in. Yep. Is this is this I'm picking Is this Homer Sixers fan Darcy? No, no. Or is this, this like is basketball unbiased fan. basketball fan Darcy? Unbasket- unbiased. I would pick the Cavs also against the Warriors. I just and that's saying a lot, because the Cavs just don't look good either. Like they just it's just LeBron. But yeah. I think if LeBron got there and it was the Warriors and Steph, it's I'm I'm just assuming Steph's not at full strength, even if he's back. I feel like he's, oh, I'll also, I'm assuming he comes back and he's oh uh, okay. If he's at full okay. strength, then then I think they'd beat the Cavs. I think it'd be a long series. But I'd pick the Sixers. Youth yeah. over youth over uh, just like fatigue, just general fatigue. Yeah. Not the Warriors are the the Warriors are the best team in basketball. They just don't haven't been playing like it, and yeah. they haven't been getting up for games and. I think that's a problem, and that's scary, and that's when you lose to people that you shouldn't lose to, regardless of if it's playoffs or not. But I think they'll drag into the the, the finals and see what happens. See, I do want to say I feel like the Warriors are either going to be gunning into the finals after like matching up against the Rockets and putting to the Rockets somehow, mm-hmm. or they're not going to come out of the West. I think we're either going to see an engaged Warriors team go the whole way, or a disengaged Warriors team lose to the Rockets. Way. Still betting on the Warriors, though. Go Sixers. Go Wizards? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everybody, thanks for tuning in. We are back, and we will continue to be back um, as these playoffs progress, as the playoffs end. We have a lot of cool plans for the summer that we want to 
kind of roll out just for our own fun and enjoyment. And got anything else to add, Darcy? No, just thanks for tuning in. If you agree with me on the Warriors, hit me up. If not, don't hit me up. <laughs> um, Shout out on Twitter. You can find me at JoshKing underscore 950. Darcy, what's your handle? At Darcy Fraley, really original. Oh, fancy. Yeah, that's right, the one and only. Extra shout out. In addition to this podcast, we are going to be posting another podcast that we recorded several weeks ago. This is the Lost Podcast, folks. Uh, we were joined by our friend Juan Aranda. We talked a lot of Spurs with him. Again, this was about a month old, so this is Spurs with 14 games left in the season, still teetering on like if Kawhi is going to come back. It's a great listen, mainly for Juan, because he's been a lifelong Spurs fan, has a lot of great Spurs stories. So if you liked hearing us again, and if you liked hearing us back on this podcast today, I recommend you listen to this bonus Lost Pod as well. Lost Pod. The Lost Pod. pod, pod. <laughs> All right. Peace out, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Mmm.